the Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter. No matter how you describe her, she's the most powerful consumer in the country. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Ritan, president at Lola Red, as she chats with those in the know so that your business can grow. Now, please welcome our host of Purse Strings, Maria Ritan. Welcome back to Purse Strings. My guest today is Margaret Lund. She's a financial associate with Thrivent Financial. She's been working with women on their financial goals, and she's been with Thrivent for more than eight years. Thrivent, you may have heard about them. They're a financial service provider with a different twist. They're actually a membership organization of Christians whose purpose is to serve members in society by guiding both to be wise with money and to live generously. That's a great mission, isn't it? Uh, Margaret, welcome to the show. Thank you, Maria. I'm really excited to have you on to talk about women and finances. First, tell everybody what you do there at Thrivent. Okay, first of all, let me say again, thanks for letting me be on. And um, I work with many different people, but I work with women specifically, I think more so just because of a family history that I have, and it's a passion of mine. Well, and I know working with women in finances, there's a delicate balance and a little bit of education and a little bit of guiding. So I know that's a hard job. You know, here on Purse Strings, we talk uh, often with uh, financial advisors about the particular challenges of of working with women. Um, Even though women are the majority population in the country, uh, we're living longer than men. In fact, we're living longer than ever before. I'm sure you're so familiar with those stats. And uh, women are a huge opportunity opportunity for folks like you in the financial industry. So what are those challenges that women have that perhaps men really don't have? Sure. I think one of the first ones, and I think one that many people have heard about, is that we still just don't have equality in uh, our paychecks right? as opposed to men. And that, of course, is not true for all women, and it's changing, thank goodness. But that's one of the challenges And so that creates a lot of um, planning that we need to look at because women typically outlive men. How do we make sure and plan for that and make sure the income is there? And that also has a lot to do with the Social Security that we do around folks um, and how we plan to use their Social Security. But the other challenge that women have is they end up taking care of husbands a lot of the time or partners, spouses, uh, because they live longer. And we've just traditionally been the caregivers in families, right? Mm -hmm. So we end up taking care of men, which takes a toll not only on our financial picture, but also on um, our health, our Mm -hmm. own health. Mm -hmm. And then now a lot of us know that daughters are the ones that are the caregivers, and then they have their kids now too. So typically now some a lot of the times we get stuck in the middle where we're taking care of parents and our kids at the same time. So that's a different kind of picture also right. for women as an extra challenge. 
Yeah, yeah, that sandwich generation, I think, is the term for those of us who are kind of caught between caring for our kids and caring for our parents and the added stress. And on top of that, the the added financial responsibilities, many of us find that we have to direct care for our families, correct? And, um, you know, there's a lot of financial implications on that. Yes, that's Mm -hmm. absolutely true. And I think that's why long-term care is a great product to at least everybody should at least look at it and the government's doing different things to um, make that more affordable and encourage looking at that product Uh for people but even to think about your parents having some long-term care coverage. Yeah, yeah, it can be a lifesaver literally. Um, You can go bankrupt with the if you don't have it. Uh, So among I mean, I'm sure that's probably one question you find yourself fielding when you consult with your female clients. You know, how do I manage the finances kind of of my own family, much less that of my my parents, perhaps? What are some of the other questions that you find yourself dealing with specific to female clients? I think that is the largest one. Um, a lot of times, just plain old budgeting mm-hmm. is an issue. And I think um, I talked with a couple of folks at work, and we had conver- many conversations about this, but women have really been encouraged through the times not to talk about finances. And we don't really talk about finances. If you look at, you know, I sit down with a group of my friends once a month. And it's just a social group. We just have a great time. But I tried to think yesterday, have we ever really talked about finances, even though I'm in the field? And it's almost like it's a taboo subject. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, I think a lot of the big questions I get are the ones, and I try to prevent this, um, when it's almost too late and women come in and their husband is sick or their husband has passed away and... They have no idea what the budget looks like or or how how much money is coming in and how much is going to go out. Mm-hmm. So that's a large part of it. And and other than that, it's really questions that are the same as we get from men on some mm-hmm. on some level. Mm-hmm. What what is it that you believe is holding women back from taking control of their finances? You know, it's interesting to me that you haven't talked to your your girlfriends about finances. You're the expert, right? So, is yeah. it yeah. is it com- a lack of confidence? Is it a little bit of wanting to put their head in the sta- sand and not have to deal with the finances because that's been such a challenge since the downturn in the economy? Or is it, you know, not sure where to turn? They want to talk to trusted advisors and maybe they're skeptical of people in financial services. What What do you think it is? I, that's a great question. I think it is a little bit the fear of the unknown mm-hmm. and that it, it, it seems so... Um, I think of this as kind of like a spaghetti bowl when people who aren't in the industry think about it. A lot of times they don't even really know where to start. So my goal and a lot of other advisors goal, of course, is to make it um, very simple and so that it's orderly and it makes sense in people's heads. And as soon as we can make all of the issues known, then it's, it's less you know, are not scary at all, and there's investment in there. But I think, uh, I'll give an example. I was talking to a husband and wife, and I, I said to them, you know, Joe 
if anything happens to you, I want Jill to know exactly what where she's going to be at. And Jill, if anything happens to you, we're going to make sure Jill knows exactly where. And we went through the whole process, and I was explaining everything to Jill and Jill. And then at the end of the meeting, I said, so next week we're going to meet, and this is exactly what we're going to talk about. And Jill said to me, do I have to come next week? Hmm. <laughs> oh, hmm. Yeah, I think so many Americans just don't want to deal with it. I mean, we've seen the stats around how many Americans are saving and how many more aren't, right? And, you know, it's just, I feel like that's kind of a national phenomenon in general. So what do you think the financial industry is doing? And do you feel like as an industry, it's doing enough to educate women around their financial options and try to break through and get them to deal with their finances? You know, I think the financial industry in itself is doing a lot to educate women. And you'll see uh, advisors and associates out there all the time offering workshops or there's a thing, um, uh, women, oh, women and their women just want to have funds mm-hmm. and, and all sorts of efforts out on the internet. Mm-hmm. But I think we have to start younger, and I, and I think the financial industry actually has to make uh, a push into schools and colleges. I mean, my gosh, you're forced to take German, mm-hmm. and you're forced to take, you know, math 101 or whatever, but no finance classes, mm-hmm. which I find to be so fascinating when every single one of us is going to have to know how debt affects us and how mortgages work typically, and how interest works, compounding interest and investments. And so I think, you know, if women want to reach out, they can find information out there. But I think more importantly, they don't want to because they don't, they've never been introduced to it in the first place. Mm -hmm. So they don't make that reach out. So I think we need to go even younger into high schools and college and really make it more um, interesting and see how important it is. Right, right. Elevate the importance. And not only with formal education, but even inside of family dynamics, right? Yeah. Talking more about yeah. money and saving and maybe parents being more transparent with their kids about uh, what comes in and what goes out from a financial standpoint, I would imagine, would be helpful. That's a great point, Maria. My my father is a Norwegian to the bone and he's probably my most difficult client because he won't, he plays his cards so close to his chest. <laughs> he, it took a long, long time for him to disclose everything, uh-huh. which I think, and I think that's how a lot of parents are. Is that's not what we talk about with our kids and we don't want our kids to worry or right. think about that. And uh, I think that's a great point. And we do have workshops out there that you can find that our parents, kids and money or different yeah. things like that. Right. Yeah, I think it is more of maybe from a parent's point of view, protecting our kids from having to worry about the things that we worry about, right? You know, we want to keep them kind of uh, secluded from that. But at the same time, it's important that they understand that that's a part of daily life. And those are the things that challenges they're going to have to face when they're in charge of their own pocketbook. So. Yeah, yeah, it's a delicate balance between education and then not overburdening them with maybe too much insider information. So, um, And I think, too, that they can help with um, looking at 
spending and how much debt you should take on. That mm-hmm. should be just part of the conversation in the family that we can't really afford that now, but we can put money away to mm-hmm. do that later mm-hmm. kind of thing. Or we're saving up to go to Disney World. We're not just putting it on the card. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Choices around money, you know, prioritization around money, those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, Margaret, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about trends uh, that you've been tracking around women and money and uh, what women can do to start taking control of their finances today. So stick around more from Margaret Lung with Thrivent Financial when we return after the break. Purse Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands. 
Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point click and it's live in real time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point click and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Ritan. Welcome back. I've been chatting today with Margaret Lund. She's a financial associate with Thrivent Financial. Thrivent's a financial service provider with members organized around Christians. And their purpose is to serve their members in society by guiding them around money and living generously. And we've been talking about women and finances and some of the challenges that are unique to women that they face when dealing with finances and why so many of them tend to ignore uh, their finances until, unfortunately, it's almost too late. And I know uh, you've been working with women for eight years, Margaret. What are some trends you've been tracking around women? You mentioned one of them a little bit earlier, that women are making uh, more money uh, sometimes these days than their, than their spouses. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And um, while I say that you know, there's so many women still that can learn more about this. Women are actually getting out there now and making more choices financially. And I think that's something that the whole world needs to pay attention to, that women are, um, the statistics are very, very high that women are actually the financial choice makers in the family now. Mm-hmm. And that percentage keeps growing. So... I think you're going to see some ch- some changes and trends going up in that. 
Um, I also think women are different in that I think women will, you know, it's kids first for them. And I think women will pay for college before they think about their retirement until advised in a different way. And yes, kudos to women, but there are uh, different ways to pay for college out there, but there's only one way to pay for retirement. And that, and that's on us. So balancing that, I think is really important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're looking at different uh, things and women learning more about social security planning themselves, which I say they don't, but there are now a lot more women getting involved than historically. Right. And then are you finding too, besides more women maybe being uh majority breadwinners in their home, are you finding that more and more women are coming to you that maybe don't have a spouse or don't have a partner and they're having to do all the financial management themselves? Absolutely. That's absolutely true. And people are getting married much later. And by the time people are getting married, sometimes, you know, they should have their financial um, goals and, and dreams kind of already on platform and in a plan so that by the time they get married, they can merge those together. But gosh, I would like to see 22 year olds um, see an advisor at least once and think about what that plan looks like. And then if you set up that plan starting at that age and then go forward, it, it's, it's easy. Statistically mm-hmm. right now, people spend more time planning their vacation than they mm-hmm. do planning their financial future. Mm. Mm. And I think that's because we take such a short-term mentality, don't you think, to our lives? And yeah. it, it requires planning. It requires stopping down and taking time to think about it and having a few meetings. And um, I think people are running at such a fast pace that they're not taking the time to do that personally. I think that's yeah. probably what's playing yeah. into that a little bit. Yeah. Well, and the truth is it really doesn't take that much time if you just get it going in the first place. And then you can meet with somebody once a year for an hour, an hour and a half and say what's changed in the year, review their dreams and their goals and see what that looks like and see what the picture looks like at that point. Mm-hmm. And you asked a little bit about trends and we talked about financial management. One of the trends is that there are more women getting into financial management, mm-hmm. but the number is still still really um, male-dominated. I probably, in my office, it's probably, I'd say 20 to 2, mm-hmm. male versus female. Wow. So, Right, and, and I, I think, think, I was just going to say, go Morgan, I think women, women may be more comfortable talking to women financial advisors. So that, that actually, those odds are a little bit challenging in reaching more women, don't you think? Yeah, I do agree. But the one thing, too, is that um, I think women financial advisors are um, very good and have some kind of advantage just because they they can work a little bit more. You have to include emotions in financial planning. You can't not include that because that's what people's goals and dreams are based around. So you can't just look at the numbers Mm -hmm. and and come to conclusions that way because if, then it's just money. Mm-hmm. It's not about, it's not about your life and your goals and your generosity and what you want to have happen. Mm-hmm. 
So a right. lot of times I, I have um, my guy advisors around. Um, we do joint work because it's just a great fit to have the male and the female in appointments together. Right. Right. And then, uh, and then you were on the other side of that desk and being able to connect uh, with the appropriate member of that couple. So I could see that being a huge advantage. You know, you mentioned before that women are more apt to pay for college and maybe uh, for retirement. That leads me to savings. I, I alluded to it earlier. Uh, that stat on savings, uh, the one I saw set up to 47% of Americans aren't saving anything at all which is extremely scary about what's going to happen in the future. Um, do you feel women more so than men are not saving? I mean, do you see that or do you feel like it's just a blanket kind of thing? It's affecting both men and women equally. Um, I think that it can be both men and women equally. I think um, there's still a lot of older mentality in there that, Maybe I'm going to, and of course this isn't everybody, but maybe I'm going to get married and have a spouse and what would that look like? And and so there's a little less intentional saving sometimes by women. And on the other hand, um, I have seen women now really taking taking things into control and coming in early to... Uh, get that set up and figure out how much do I need to save. The other thing is we, you know, when our parents were farmers and our grandparents, they had to save money because there was potential crop failure. There was potential, you know, um, mm-hmm. the the price of the crop would go down. So it was save first and then spend. Mm-hmm. Now we've gotten to the stage where we are spend first. And if there's mm-hmm. anything left over, then save. Mm-hmm. So the encouragement I want to send out is is look at saving first and paying yourself first mm-hmm. and then spending, you know, within that lifestyle. A lot of times we just go, well, I know I have money in the bank. I'll just go do this. It's not mm-hmm. a conscious effort at all. Right. And sometimes I suggest to people when they look at buying something, if they're an hourly wage earner, think about how many hours they would have to work mm-hmm. to earn that. And then think about it that way. Is that worth it? Was that worth <laughs> it? I had to work four hours mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. To just kind of put more of a, a visual on it. Sort yeah. Of yeah. And I've heard the whole rule of thumb too, Margaret, that give it 24 hours. You know, you, you may be predisposed to purchase something, but if you sit on it for 24 hours, you may reconsider. And so, you know, that can help lessen that impulse to buy as well. If you just kind of do the 24-hour pause um, to just consider whether or not you really need that that yeah. item. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and another one that's really taking um, money out of people's pockets is just we use food as entertainment. Mm-hmm. And uh, that really adds up and we don't think about it. We right. just go out, and then, and that's not a twenty-four hour wait. It's we're meeting our friends up at uh, yeah Burger Jones or whatever, you know, some restaurant, and 
and we don't really think about that one as much. That's right. That's right. And that one racks up very quickly. So what can women do immediately to start taking control over their finances, Margaret? What would you recommend listeners do today who either maybe they're thinking about this and thinking about, gosh, I really need to get my act together. Um, what what do you think they, they should do first? I think that, um, of course, I want to say see somebody who's in the business all the time. Um, but I think if we're going to make it really easy, I think look at their budget. Look and put it down on paper. What am I paying for the heat? What are we paying for the mortgage? What Do we have a car payment? What is that? And then look at the income and then see what's left over after that. I, the statistics are about 80% of people do not have a written down uh, actual budget. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably the best way to um, put a handle around it and say, how much am I bringing in or are we bringing in and how much are we spending? Right. And a yeah. lot of times when they get those numbers together, it's, it's just Ooh. a great, powerful thing. <laughs> wow. Right. You know, and yeah. I have people that come in and do that and they all the time it's, boy, was that an eye opener. Right. Well, and they see where there's some wasteful spending, right? They can tighten their purse strings, if you will, a little bit. And they probably didn't realize where there's some of that waste happening. And then to your point earlier about pay yourself first and then spend later, I think that's probably fairly eye-opening as well as how much maybe uh, frivolous spending is happening. Yeah, I agree. That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, before we wrap up, I do want to encourage listeners to tap more into Thrivent and what you have to offer. Um, what tools can you recommend that listeners go to? Maybe you have some there on um, the Thrivent website. Thrivent.com's got some great um, tools in there, and if you just go to that Thrivent.com. But another one that's great is the Institute for Financial Literacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just search that, Google search it, and it comes up. And they have all sorts of great um, budgeting ideas in there. And then there's another one called mymoney.gov. And that's actually put out by a government um, kind of watch group. And they have some terrific tools and resources in there, too, to get people going. And just to make them think about things maybe in a different way. Wonderful. Great. Well, Margaret, thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been really eye-opening. Thank you, Marie. I really appreciate it. You bet. And everyone, go to Thrivent.com, as Margaret mentioned, to learn more about Thrivent as well. And thanks to my producer, George, for another great show. Join me right here next week for another edition of Purse Strings, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.